Hey everyone, it's Laura Molitor here again with another Divine Purpose Insights podcast. I'm your host of this weekly program and Divine Purpose coach and spiritual activist. You can find out more about me and what I do at beingfreenow.com. You can subscribe to this podcast and please feel free to share if you like what you hear. Well, the word vigilance knocked me over the head the other day, as words or ideas sometimes do. And I had to ask myself, what does that really mean? And what does it mean for me today? Well, for all of us. Well, vigilance is being watchful, of course, particularly in the night hours, according to its dictionary definition. A vigil is a period of watchful attention, often a devotional watching. So I'm thinking about our being awake in the night, and I think we can really extend that to a metaphorical night, those dark hours where there seems to be a threat, a fear, a need to be awake and ready. I like the idea that a vigil, in its more ecclesiastical definition, means a devotional watching. That speaks to the need to watch, but not to watch as a lone mortal braced for trouble, but as one devoted to good, to love, and watching with the divine, accompanied in the dark by the light of God, of truth. It can be easy to be lulled into believing that the world is telling us the truth of things. We may feel we just want to sort of sleep our way through the worst, hope it gets better, or maybe just succumb to misery and fear and anger and upset. But our vigilance is needed. The price of liberty is eternal vigilance. That's a quote by an 18th century Irish orator, and it's been repeated by many, including Thomas Jefferson and Desmond Tutu. It's a reminder that if we are to be free, we can't be lazy about it, We have to stay awake to what may threaten that freedom, whether outright or in more subtle ways. And I think being vigilant doesn't mean always looking for trouble or expecting it. What it does mean is being alert to what we're accepting in our thoughts. Being vigilant is not so much about what's going on out there, but what's going on within. What are we trusting? What are we fearing? Why? How can we feel more free? We can be active in our desire to seek out deception, to shine a light on the dark doings of misguided men, but we can also be vitally awake at the times when it seems like it might be just easier to go along with things to what we are agreeing with. Do we have our candle of light and love burning or are we sleeping, accepting the predictions and the gloom, allowing the dark just to stay dark? Or are we on our devotional watch, a watch with God and the real truth and power of things? And that watch with God's not a gloomy vigil, sitting in the dark in fear. It's that wonderful hour that we're awake to discovery in the day or in the night, awake to those healing ideas and inspirations and the peace that we really need in order to go forward. Vigilance with God over our thoughts means We weed out the unnatural and unnecessary fears and anger and anxiety and make a space for hope, love, light, peace. That makes us feel free. And that vigilance brings a liberty to our consciousness that helps us bring peaceful solutions in our world too. A true vigilance 
is alertness to what wants to harm us or others, but not a fear of it. We're not accepting that the evil must win, the worst must happen. Our vigilance breaks our apathy in half and shows us our strength, our energy, our readiness to live more freely and powerfully. You know, so often we're like those poor sweet apostles in the Garden of Gethsemane with Jesus. He was praying, he was seeking guidance and comfort from God, being very vigilant. He was watching for the threat to his own life, but also the great danger that the world was under when a living light of healing was about to be crucified by hate and ignorance. So Jesus finds his apostles, his friends, asleep as he's keeping vigil. The Gospels say he asked them, Could ye not watch with me one hour? He felt alone, the only one in the world at the time, truly and fully awake to the power of the Christ and and to that hatred that was waged against it, the darkness trying to quench that beautiful light. Mary Baker Eddy says in Science and Health of the disciples, expanding on Jesus' question, could they not watch with him who, waiting and struggling in voiceless agony, held uncomplaining guard over a world? Well, we aren't literally with Jesus, but we can certainly respond to this call to stay awake, to be vigilant, to watch that we aren't mesmerized into gloomy despair, but are awake to the threat to our peace of mind, our freedom, our joy, and ready to combat it with truth, with a higher perspective, a loving one, one that's a light in the darkness, not simply more apathy and sleep and despair. And that true vigilance is joyful. It's an eagerness to see that light, the healing, to witness the resurrection in ourselves, in our lives, in our world. Our vigil is powerful. And when we all burn our candles together with that light of truth and love, we're connected. Our joint flame can make a difference in the world and in a world that truly needs a lot of light and a lot of love. I'm still working on all this myself, trying to get clear on it. So thanks for listening as I think through these ideas. If you have any thoughts or questions, don't hesitate to contact me at lauramolitor at gmail.com. Have a great weekend.